0: All right. So bonus round. Let's talk about second editions, right? What does it look like to create second editions, the ins, the outs? What do you change? Why do you change? That kind of thing. Let's start off. First of all, why would somebody even want to make a second edition?
1: So there's uh, (laughs) as a publisher, there's really one reason you want to make a second edition of a game. And that is because you've sold out of the original and you are going to print a new one. So you might as well improve it. If you still have a bunch of stock of the original, you're not going to make a second edition. If no one wants to buy the original, you're not going to make a second edition. So yeah. the reason as a publisher to make a second edition is to uh, make a better version of something that people want. Uh, as a designer, a second edition is an amazing way to fix all the things that you're aware are problems.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is something J.R. Honeycutt talked about, and he's a professional developer, and he, he had a really good point a while back on the show, and he said, you know, the day the game comes out, Assuming you've done your job as a marketer and a publisher. The day the game comes out, more people will play it on that day than have playtested it the entire time it was in development. And so you're probably going to find some things that are maybe a little bit broken, oh, a little bit yes. uh, you know, maybe maybe you forgot a word here or there in the rule book. Maybe the uh, example you use wasn't super clear. And so yeah, I think a second edition offers some really a really great opportunity to fix all of those things. Maybe add some new ways to play. Maybe tweak some things with the balance and that kind of thing. So tell me about your process as a publisher when you're really trying to figure out okay, what do we need to do for the second edition? Like walk me through from a publisher standpoint. <laughs>
1: So I want to talk about Dracula's Feast specifically. Uh, Dracula's Feast is a game that we launched on Kickstarter in 2016 and then fulfilled in 2017. And it's 2019 now. and We just wrapped up a Kickstarter for the second edition. And I wanted to do a second edition that for a few reasons. Firstly, because we'd sold out of the original and people wanted it. But also, like you said, people had played it more on the first day than than the entire development process. Um, As well as that, I'm a huge proponent of blind playtesting where I give people the rules in the game and I watch them learn the game. Uh, we go through an extensive blind playtesting process for every one of our games and the games get better and better and better the more we do it, basically. So now it's it's, it's baked in as early as we can. We start blind playtesting and we see huge improvements. Dracula's Feast, we didn't do that. Uh, the first edition of Dracula's Feast did not go through the blind playtesting process and it's still a very good, it's a very popular game. There's you know We're able to do a second edition because people do like it that much. But there was some stuff that I clearly could see that because it didn't go through that process uh, were problems. So for the second edition, we went through the blind placing process and I was so excited to, you know, see stuff that we could fix and change Uh, as well as that because the first one had been popular, we had a lot of people on the threads being like, this character's unbalanced, this character's too strong, too weak, not fun, all that kind of stuff that we just didn't pick up. You know, we went through probably two years of playtesting that game and there was still a lot of stuff that we just weren't able to pick up on. So I was very excited to do a second edition uh, to fix all of that. And the, the other reason is a little a little uh, unusual. Um, have you seen Dracula's Feast, the first edition?
0: Yeah, well, I saw it on Kickstarter, yeah.
1: So it's it's got this beautiful Edward Gorey style art. Mm-hmm. Edward Gorey is a children's illustrator. He did this uh, amazing like hand-inked art style, and we got our artist Tanya to duplicate it very faithfully, and we loved it. It's, it's all black and white with blocks of color. Uh, retailers weren't so crazy about it. And this surprised me because, you know, I, I really like the look. We get a lot of positive comments. And we just learned that it's it's not as retail friendly as we would have liked. So we thought, you know, we're doing a second edition anyway. Let's do a full new art style. So this this is a pretty big second edition for us. It's all new art. It's all new design. It's, uh, we, 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 it's basically got very little overlap except for theme and, and the character names from the original edition. So I, I was very excited to make it a better game and a better product with the second edition.
0: Yeah. Now, one thing I'm curious about as a designer... Now, let's say I've got my game with a publisher and they do the first edition, they do the print run, whatever, and then they decide to do a second edition. Do I need to sign a new contract? Do I need to renegotiate? Like what is the, like from the financial side, the publisher and, and, and designer relationship, like do things change or how does it work?
1: So uh, I'm not a lawyer, but generally speaking, the, the contract that you'll have gives them rights to the gameplay. I mean, technically you can't give them the rights to the gameplay, but it, it's kind of a, a handshake deal that the whole industry accepts uh they have the right to the idea to the name etc so they should keep paying you royalties like they're obliged to keep paying you royalties but technically i don't think they're obliged to uh to loop you in like you don't have to be the person who does the development they could get jr honeycutt in to do a whole second edition never even consult you you could find out the day it arrives on the shelves generally speaking they'll want your input especially because as the designer you're probably more aware of the flaws of it than Everyone else. Um, but they don't technically have to do any of that. You will still get full royalties. The only, I'm trying to think the only exception to that would be if they brand it as a new game. So with, with our designers we have a clause that says if we do a spin-off product, and we offer, you know, you have first right to be involved with that. If you refuse, you'll get a much smaller percentage. So let's say, let's say we signed a Gabe Barrett game and we were like, cool, we want to do an expansion. You would have first right to design that expansion. If you refuse, you'll still get a percentage of the sales, but you'll get a much smaller percentage. And whoever designs the expansion will get the lion's share.
0: Yeah.
1: So They'd have to be playing really weird tricks to do that, and they'd probably have to offer you first. So you'd want to put it in your contract that you do get first right of refusal for any expansion or spin-off products. Um, but other than that, yeah, you should you should be informed that it's happening, and you should uh, get exactly the same royalties. Gotcha.
0: That's good to know. Now, anything else you know people need to be aware of? Publishing side, development side, any of those sides for second editions?
1: Uh, so the tempting thing is going to be to fix everything. You know, people thought this was unbalanced. Great. Well, I'm going to make it twice as strong. So no one will ever complain about that ever again. But you really want to make sure that, you know, the goal is not to make people happy. That's going to sound weird. The goal is not to address the complaints about the first edition. The goal is to make the game better. And so sure. Like that's a good starting point. People didn't like Van Helsing, the original. They thought she was overpowered. So we made her much weaker but we didn't just make her much weaker and be like, cool, wash the hands of it. We fixed that problem. We played her a lot. and We made sure that she was still fun and that she was still competitive. And it's really important to make sure that you don't just go, people didn't like this. I'm going to reverse that decision. People will be happy. You do actually make the game a better product.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, Peter, man, that's some really good uh, ideas, advice. And, and I really appreciate you, your time. Appreciate you coming on the show. Good luck with the, uh, the new Kickstarter coming out pretty soon and uh, everything else you got going on right now. Cool. Thanks so much for having me.